Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. Oh my God, all right, here we go, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Nostalgia Test Podcast. I'm Dan Dissinger here in LA, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Manny Coelho in New York. Manny, how are you doing on this fine evening? What's up? Uh, good, man. A little tired, but, you know, getting through. Yeah, that's Gotta all I could say now. I'm, I feel like I'm living ground all day. I'm sure a lot of people are. And I feel like uh, we're may, maybe entering the end of the world soon. not really sure. Might be in, in an episode of Bill and Ted. I don't know. Not really sure. <laughs> Shout out Bill and Ted. Well, Shout actually, out Bill and Ted. when this Release episode goes to... out, it will definitely have been out for quite a while, I think, or at least whatever. Well, they, but... yeah, I mean, uh, I hope we like it. We should do a, like a, a review of how we feel about that one. Maybe we'll do it when we do a test of Bill and Ted 2 and also review 3. I think we can make an exception to the rule, to the nostalgia test rule for Bill and Ted 3 because it's, it's a special event. Isn't a third movie really a test in itself? Well, yeah. Like, there's, uh, any yeah. third movie of any franchise is like a nostalgic, right? Mm. It's its own nostalgic test, yeah. right? Because, oh, yeah. I mean, the last three movies, like, not many third movies are good. No, and I mean, think of all the franchises that get three movies and then don't do a fourth. Except for there's Rocky, Rambo. Uh, <laughs> Fast and the Furious. Fast Mission and the Furious. Impossible. Oh, my God. So I mean, many. We, there's so many that maybe then, should have stopped, but uh, there's so many. Yeah, John, then, John Wick to be like current, oh, well, which I, I mean, didn't really enjoy. The third one, I liked. I liked the first and second one. But I didn't the see the one, third one. Did not. See it's the just third a. One. It's a lot of like. There's probably like 72 lines of dialogue, and the rest is him breathing a lot. <laughs> I love it. Like, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh it's my god. He's at, at his best of 2020s. Uh, in the 2000s, the way he yeah. acts. He's no him. longer the, the dude. He's kind of just like, you know, some sort of grunts, action guy. Crazy but that's thing. why I'm really excited to see the movie because we're going to see him act. You're like going to have lines. He's going to be in a comedy. He needs crazy. to have lines. That's the thing yeah, about a comedy. Be to see. That's why um, it was so weird whenever Stallone was in a comedy. It's just like he, he needs to say a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's like Stallone. Do you know what I, I want to test is Get Carter one time remember that you love that movie. oh i remember that and i don't know if that it was good was or not but we're gonna have to watch up. it <laughs> fucked up. oh my god so people we're today, not doing a movie oh my god no. we're not doing a movie we're not doing yes. a movie we're not doing a movie uh we're not doing food we're uh <laughs> we're uh, we're doing music today today is a really interesting and i think it's gonna be like a fun a fun episode i think and we're treating it almost like the food episode because we're kind of doing it live right here in a way in many ways that it's just like almost off the top of our head here uh, not that many notes today we are reviewing or we're putting to the nostalgia test a 90s uh playlist on spotify the pop 90s pop radio hits on spotify this whole list is a bunch of 90 songs that were huge hits on the um on the radio it definitely was an amazing experience to kind of go through uh, some of these songs. Uh, some songs were definitely way crazier than um, 
than, than other songs. Some songs were like a very definite, like, no, this is just nostalgic. Uh, but some songs I had to really think about it. May, both Manny and I picked a few songs, uh, well, more than a few, and we're going to try to hit as many as we possibly can. But yeah, Manny, I mean, 90s hits, 90s radio hits. Uh, yeah, uh, first of all, uh, the list that you got, the link, whoever made this playlist, uh, well, I'm sure you're going to share it on the, um, on the page. I thought it was great. I think all in all, right now, I'm going to say the list itself was very nostalgic. Okay. <laughs> now, whether or not any of these songs passed the test, I don't know. But I have to say this. Every time I listened to any of these songs that we're about to talk about, I thought about their video. So I also want to put videos to the test in the future because oh, yeah. music videos in the 90s, bro, mm. were fire. Oh. Like they were movies, like short films. Because mm -hmm. like I'm not, I mean, I don't really watch music videos now and I don't know if it's really a thing. And like the 80s were good, but normally it was like the band playing live or like mm -hmm. I just recently went through like a, a, a like rabbit hole of Rod Stewart videos which were insane <laughs> by the way oh my like, god if anyone thinks wop is an offensive video watch some of rod stewart's videos okay forever young yeah oh offensive god. and i don't know what the hell he was doing with that child but that's for another episode anyways <laughs> fuck people getting offended by WAP. All right, you guys yeah. watch watch any Rod Stewart or yeah. Michael Bolton or Michael uh, Bolton. <laughs> freaking, just go to the seventies and watch what the hell they were oh, wearing. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, Robert Plant's um, like pants were way more offensive than anything that happened in WAP. Yeah, 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 dude. I was. I'm excited. I'm glad that we only really talked about our favorites today, so that we get to go back and forth on it. And of course, I have it listening on my right ear while uh -huh. you're on my left ear. Uh -huh. um, so whatever, whatever you're going to go first, you know I'm going to be, uh, you know, lip singing and also singing aloud with some karaoke for the first couple of uh, hits. So what are you going to go with first? Oh, I, I know exactly what I'm going with first because it is a song that I'm constantly thinking about uh, when I hear it. I hear it everywhere. And also, I don't understand. It, it, it baffles me. The song baffles me because it's, it's just the craziest song, in my opinion. It, people might be like, this is not a crazy song. Yeah, no, it is. And it's Two Princes by the group Spin Doctors. That, it's, it's an amazing song. It's got one of the greatest openings, uh, drum openings, but it has been played over and over and over again. It, it is like a song that if you talk about the 90s, if you talk about movies from the 90s, if you talk about anything in that decade, if you don't use Two Princes by Spin Doctors, then it's definitely not from the 90s, okay? Here's a, I don't, not a, at all. It's from 1993. It's a song by American rock group Spin Doctors. It's a little facts. Released as a single in 93. It reached number seven in the United States, number one in Iceland and Sweden, number two in Canada, number three in both the United Kingdom and Australia. It was the band's highest charting single internationally. It earned them a Grammy Award nomination for Best Rock Performance by Duo or group and yeah that's just a little bit about two princes but I, dude, I, 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 yeah. still good right dude it's it's a feel-good song like who doesn't like this song like it sounds like one day princess who adore you just go ahead now princess, i don't know what he's saying no 
That's what I said now. What? Yeah, no, I, I don't know what he's saying, but I think like this is one of those mo- this is one of those songs that have probably showed up in I don't know how many movies. I would like to know how many movies it showed up in because it's it's one of those one of those songs that like it truly showed up on almost I don't know every oh, <laughs> the majority of the soundtracks from the nineties. But yeah, no, but, I'm sure it was in a, a TV show at some point. This oh, it had or, to be. Yeah, this is good, man. This is, this is a well, good song. Marry me. I'm the one that wasn't in the family tree. Now I got no future all family tree. I don't want to really, really hard to be. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I got the thing. Like, is it? Okay. And I think this is the hard part about this episode. Oh, my God. Okay. So I have the lyrics. They're amazing. Um, okay, go but, for it. But at the same time, I'm sitting here going like, is it good or is this song is one of the strongest is it's i think one of the has the most nostalgic pull to any song that i listen to on this entire playlist i, I really? don't know why but it just was like it just it just it's in my head so it's like you know it does the drums blah blah, blah whatever and it's like yeah you one two princes neil before you that's what i said now princes Princess who adore you, just go ahead now. One has <laughs> diamonds in his pockets. That's some bread now. This one said he wants to buy you rockets. And in his wait, rockets? Why would you want to buy anyone a rocket? Dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those amazing songs, but I, I I'm still I'm still This is off their album Pocket Full of Kryptonite. Which yeah. is also a song, right? Self-titled song. I believe I got a pocket it is. full of kryptonite. That's a great <laughs> song as well. Is it? But it's not on the playlist. It is. No, dude. It's not a print. Is because I the only thing I know about Spin Doctors is Two Princes. That's it. I don't dude, know this is, anything. If else. you go down on the playlist, there's another Spin Doctors song on this playlist from that album. There is, there absolutely is. But see, that's where I was just like, is it just there because they wanted to be like, look, you know, two princes, yeah, but we don't want to just like, okay, so two princes, um, let's see, no, it wasn't on that movie. I'm trying to find out where it was, what movies it was in. If anyone out there in our audience knows how many movies two princes has been in, I would love to know. It's something I've been trying to figure out for like, I don't know, ever. So do do you think it, do you like it because it just like reminds you of that time? Like, like most music for me, like especially pop music, I'm not really sure if it would be good now, but it mm. just feels good because like we grew up with it. And it's like, to me, most of this album was like car karaoke type of songs. Like I was rocking out to like everything. There was ballads. There was mm-hmm. dance music in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, by you God. Know, the yes. ballads were crazy in the 90s. Okay. Oh, yeah. A lot of one hit wonders, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, in this list that we got going here. But uh, yeah. I think I'm going to vote for Two Princes like right away and just kind of go, I think Two Princes is still good. I think it passes the nostalgia test. I think it passes the nostalgia test. Uh, see, now I'm going back on it. No. <laughs> it passes the nostalgia test when you're, when you're hanging out with your friends and it comes on and everybody is like, Princes. So here's what I got about this playlist. Not many of the songs did I want to listen to the whole song okay see now that's I played like a yeah. minute of it and felt good about it and moved on this song 
was pretty good to listen to the whole way through. Did you listen to the whole song? Like, that's the thing, I guess. Like, I did. did you, so, yeah. This song and, I listened to the whole way. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to... See, this is the problem. Like, you ever go to karaoke and you're already thinking about the next song, even you you just, like, chose a song, but you already think about the other one? You're yeah. not paying attention to what's going on. You just want pieces of things. This should be like a karaoke mashup. Like, mm. I'm going to sing, like, a minute of this song, and I want to sing a minute of another song. Like... Who wants to listen to the whole three minutes of some song? That that's crazy to me. So yeah, I feel like yeah. people should come up with karaoke mashup. Yeah, and I think three songs that I can just like <laughs> sing the intro to, like a minute in, and if I was on the karaoke, I, people would lose the nostalgic like feeling. Like okay, okay, let's move on. Right. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. Like I think there's a lot of them like that, but I think with two princes, I want to be like okay, so this. I want to say that it was, uh, see, like I, I'm having a hard time, but I'm, and I think it's because it is so powerfully '90s and nostalgic that it's just like it's telling me, no, I'm still good. But I'm like, but do I do I have the album? Will I rock this song in an unironic way? Or you know what? I'm gonna, yeah. It, it just, I think two. Dude, you're not thinking about this song other than this being on this playlist. Yeah, I think this song. You're I'm not playing. Saying, you're not like later on, like this week or two weeks from now. Going, I think <laughs> I want to listen to Spin Doctors. <laughs> Dude, I even forgot that they were the ones that made this song. So I'm gonna say. That it is nostalgic. I'm putting it in that Two Princes is nostalgic. It doesn't pass the nostalgia it test. It doesn't pass the test. It just stays in nostalgic land. Yeah, yes. it needs to stay in nostalgia that. land with the song uh, Freshman. Um, over oh, there. love that song. Is that Was that on a list? No, it wasn't. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. I don't think it was either. No. <laughs> so, yeah, All I right. think it remains nostalgic. So, Two Princes, that's, that's, that was the hardest one for me. I throw it to you, Manny. All right. So, maybe you could look up the facts on this, but I'm going to go right to... Long Island boy, <laughs> Joe, 90s Billy Joel. Oh my God. The River of Dreams. Dude, oh my God. I don't care what you say about this. Some people do not like this song, okay? But yo, this starts out like, whew, come on. It's got that little boom, 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 I feel like I'm watching Lion King, the, the opening to Lion King, right? Oh my God. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I've been walking in the in the middle of a. I've been walking in the in the middle of a. I've been walking in the in the middle of a in the middle of the night. I've been walking in my sleep through mountains of pain. This song through the river so deep. This song is terrible. Yeah, I'm not letting you get away with saying that this song is good. No, and Billy Joel is the patron saint of Long Island. That's right. <laughs> if you go to Long Island and you're there for 30 minutes and you haven't heard a Billy Joel song yet, you're not on Long Island. You're not there yet. Once you cross <laughs> onto Nassau County, into Nassau County, all the channels, somehow, if you turn the channel on the radio, if you still have a radio, Billy Joel will play somewhere. It's Piano Man or, you know. Well, those are like, those are his biggest hits, right? I don't think River of Dream was considered, I mean, I guess it's considered his one of his essentials, right? It Probably the huge... only great song that came from that album, although I do like Shades of Grey, and if you don't know that album, Shades of Grey is such a great song and hidden gem. I used to listen to it all the time. But I agree that I'm just this is just pure nostalgic. I remember like when my mom used to make me clean my room, like I'd have this song on. I like it, dude. I know it's shit. It's crap. 
Okay, but it's my crap and I like it. Okay, okay. So, so you know, wait. you ever sit in the bathroom and you're like, this is my scent. This is my shit. Okay, <laughs> oh my God. So that's how you, so it's just like, this song is my scent. <laughs> the River of Juice, just for a little bit of facts as we're doing this, is a song by American musician Billy Joel. It is a title track and first single from his 1993 album, River of Dreams. The song was a hit peaking at number three on United States and UK charts, making it Joel's highest charting of the 1990s. That's which right. is hilarious because the River of Dreams was the only album he released during the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> so, hey, you had a good year. You had yeah. a good decade. You had a number three song. Yeah, I didn't release anything the entire decade. All right. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, dude, I don't know. I can't, I can't listen to this song because I love Billy Joel, you know, the song. We didn't start the fire. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't even need to play it. I can sing the whole song. But oh my God. That's not, that's the eighties, right? No. That's was it? Uh, yeah. That was eighties. Yeah, gotta be the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. It he has hated to be because song. this is the only thing he released in the nineties. Billy Joel could do a whole other We Didn't Start the Fire after that and like give us another history lesson up until yeah. this point. Oh my God, it'd be amazing. But I think- um, I think he could do one whole song just yeah. on 2020. Oh my God. No, I love Billy Joel. Um, I love like Summer Highland Falls. That's one of my favorite songs he's ever done. And it's so good. I mean, Summer Highland Falls was, I, I listened to it before and I was like, this is, Ben Folds sounds like this song. So like Ben Folds 5 sounds like Summer Highland Falls, Billy Joel. Okay. Um, it's just beautiful song. I like Prelude to the Young Young Man. Oh my God. Well, that's a good I song like too. One. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, my favorite is Uptown Girl. <laughs> I hate that song. I, that that's one of those songs when he did these things. He does all these like unbelievable songs. And he's like, Uptown Girl. Oh. Like, what? <laughs> Like <laughs> he had so many weird songs, and he tried to do like white reggae. I know there's a song that he tried to reggae it up at uh, one point, and then like the Down Easter Alexa, which is a good song, but it's just like, where does that go? And it's just, I feel like he just writes music, and he's like, I heard him say once he thinks his lyrics mess up the music, like he writes the music first, and then he writes the lyrics. Well, this song, I don't know what he did first because this is a ridiculous. He was in a. <laughs> I remember him talking about this song. He couldn't get the beat out of his head. And uh, I guess yeah. that's, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. So this uh, is like... I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that I'm not going to keep repeating myself. I like the song just for the fact that it reminds me of like, it just brings me way back. It's not a good song. It's a crap song, uh, especially out of all the songs that he plays. This is definitely not one of his best. But is it Three Musketeers bad? Absolutely not. No. Okay. And it's better than Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> the whole album. It's better than the whole album. It totally is. I One will song agree. is better than the whole album. It's not a good song. It's definitely nostalgic, though. I would say it's nostalgic. Because it definitely, when that song came out, it was huge. You couldn't turn the radio on without hearing River Dreams at some point. Dude, there's a part where he like has a pause. And I still yeah. remember, uh, remember a time um, seeing him perform it at an uh, award ceremony. You know how they usually like... Uh, when someone's accepting awards, they kick them off with yeah. the orchestra. Yeah. Well, somebody had gotten kicked off, so he was pissed that that person got kicked off. So he was next to perform. And my aunt remembered, she told me this story, that on that pause, he stops, looks at his watch, 
Oh my god! And he goes thirty seconds of commercial time wasted. Oh, I remember that. Many the commercial times wasted. So I thought that that's a really cool stance for him to stand up for his uh, musical buddies. But anyways, but then a um, bunch of union people probably got fired after that, though. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Some person lost their job. He's like, "Hey, I'm Billy yeah. Joel. Yeah, got to go back to Bayshore, Bayport." Yeah, he just wasted all those people's money because of overtime. But um, yeah. So we'll we'll keep it in the uh, the bank of. Uh, all right, it's nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Oh my God. Here we go. Next song. Next. I mean, I'm going to go, you know, really weird. I think I need to put this song to the test just because I don't know if it's, it's probably not good, but it's a song that like, I think infected my brain for quite a while. Um, and it's something I didn't want to hear. But when I heard it on the list, I was like, Oh God, this thing, uh, cotton eye Joe by rednecks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what you're gonna go with. Yeah, we're gonna go with Cotton Eye. Wedding song. Well, here, here's a why. Wedding song. Here's Ugh. why. Ugh. One, because it's that. Two, because it's a song that when it came out, it never stopped. It didn't stop. This song. Okay. I need you to pull up the lyrics going. to this song because I actually don't know the lyrics, and it doesn't it does not seem like this is a good song to sing out loud, and only like. No. First of I'm all, anytime sure. I think about this song, my left leg goes numb because when you dance this song at weddings, you're just swinging that other leg, the right leg, and your left leg is the one that you're skipping and bouncing on, and it just goes numb. It goes numb. Yeah. If you actually are stupid like me, who believes to stay on the, the dance floor the whole time because DJ doesn't want to do a mashup, and he's doing a whole Cotton Eye Joe, which is like, what, three minutes? How long is this song? I think it's longer than it has to be this song should dude there's a long history of this song this the the origins of this song are unclear although it predates the 1861 1865 american civil war american folklorist dorothy scarborough noted in her 1925 book on the trail okay like okay this song this is definitely song. is racist no, no, no. yeah <laughs> but that's what the we have the reason why you let people dance to this song it's because they remixed it to a dance. Right. So this okay. is why we have to do this song. We have okay. to do this song because we have to put it out there that there are songs that can't be played anymore. And this is <laughs> one of them. Because it, we have not reckoned what our history and Cotton Eye Joe needs to go. Okay. It needs to go. It, it cannot be. It's not that good anyway. No. My, and the dance is just like four steps. Okay. It's just, and it's just how stupid you 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 want to look. John Dude, Oliver it's the same just lyrics and over and on. over again. Yeah, where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Oh my God! I mean, people <laughs> loved it though. See, this is the problem. This is like a lot of songs that like yeah, bar mitzvahs loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you don't hear the songs, but like the lyrics, you're just like. It's like what is happening? <laughs> I can just like, picture the hamster, the dancing like techno hamster, like going nuts. Oh no, no, don't even start that song. Yeah. But this is a song that definitely has to be left in the um pile burned and like learned from and we have to stop singing it. We have it's to stop a terrible playing. song. This is, yeah. It's like <laughs> Dude, I'm listening to it right now. It's just an EDM fuck up. <laughs> like, 
It is terrible. This I'm gonna say should right not now, be I on this lot, list. I dance at a lot of weddings. Everybody knows that. And everybody knows that. Every listen, everybody. Everybody knows that. I used to get paid to dance at weddings, and this song I used to, have to dance to this all the time. Yeah. This is a terrible song. I'm not dancing this song ever again. No, no, there, there, no one should dance to this song ever again. No one should ever. Oh my god! I mean, it's unbelievable the type of stuff that is like that. This song is associated only... with. <laughs> I'm putting all of this in the show notes so everyone understands. We're not just making that. This is an egregious song. What's funny though is like the okay, so it has all this like history and it's been steeped in American history and everything, right? The people though that the whole song it, you're saying, yeah, the actual song, okay. the actual song. Now the redone, like the like this Cotton Eye Joe, like the, the remix, like by the Rednecks, using, yeah, is spelled R E D N E X. These guys are from like Norway. Yeah. So th- there's this a is, horse in it. But this is there's a horse sound. This is the 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 um the problem when like people take something from an like you know in American culture and American history is like got this deep thing that we have not dealt with, and it's like oh this is character Cotton Eye Joe let's put it in this thing my Norwegian bandmate and then they do that <laughs> and they think it's okay and then every other person here is like oh this is great it's Western <laughs> it's the Wild West Dan that's all that they're about but it. this is like yeah. the Wild West, like translated by Norwegian the banjo. people. Yeah, you it's know? a terrible song. Yeah, no, it's a horrible song. I'm getting uh, depressed talking about it. It's three minutes and 14 <laughs> seconds long. It came out in 1994. That's a, you know, not a good, yeah, okay. It is a uh, leg-numbing song. Even take away the lyrics and just have and like the stupid dance that comes along with it. You might as well just do the electric slide. That's it. Move on. Oh my God! So in by the way, August, most of this, most of these songs were at wedding songs. By the way, dude, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. My next one. Okay. Can I just say one other thing? Yeah, in I'll August go. 2020, the video has gotten more than 116 million 300 thousand views. Who are those 116 million people? First of all, we have to see this video. I'm gonna have to watch this video. So we're talking. So Rednecks is uh, Three Musketeers bad. And it doesn't pa- it doesn't pass the test. It doesn't even it's not even nostalgic. It's something I want to erase from my history in my mind, and just like learn a lesson to never hear that song ever again. Yeah. All right, Manny, it's so your turn. The Go. Next, <laughs> the next three. The next three. I'm gonna I'm gonna say three because this is gonna be a bundle, and you didn't know that this is. I'm gonna make this a theme. Oh, you we're got going, a bundle. We're going white boy rappers. Okay. Oh boy. We're going good vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. Oh boy. And Informer. Oh okay. no, shit. I know you had Informer on your list. So but I'm gonna go, no. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go good vibrations. Okay. Now, yeah. yeah. First of all, this song is shit, but is awesome. Okay. I danced to this song with my sister and a couple of other friends in fourth grade talent show. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. This song <laughs> is awesome. Okay. You're just doing running man. Yes. Okay. Donnie Wait, what D song is that? Down. Good Vibrations by Mark Oh my Mark God, and the yes. Bunch. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know any facts on this other than yes. Good Other than yes. <laughs> it's not just sweet sensation. Oh, you guys can't hear this. It's so good. Oh my God. 
It's that not just was... sweet sensation. Dude. Wow. It's about that time to break forth the rhythm of the rock. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh right. my God. Thank I God, Marky. Thank, he, thank God Mark Wahlberg became an actor uh, oh, because yeah. he was going nowhere with this. First of all, it's not, he's supposed to be rapping, but it's really a dance song, like kind of like a CNC Music Factory type of song, like just with drum beats and, and like a lot of snare drums going on. Donnie D breaks it down with a drum solo. <laughs> Donnie I think Donnie D. Donnie D. Donnie Wahlberg. Like some kiss. Yeah, I think his oh. brother was in it. Before he, you know, maybe he's, he was doing New Kids on the Block and he's like, yo, I need you to come in and like help me out. So. Oh my God. Unbelievable. So feel the vibration. Come on, come on. I remember this video. He's like, in a, he's like underneath like an overpass. He's like wearing like, he's got like a wife beater on and like his pants are almost falling off that playing oh. basketball or something like that. Oh it's my terrible. God. It's terrible. These, I'm telling you, we should check out some of these videos because they're, all yeah. these songs make me remember that too so i'm gonna say oh, yeah. oh i'm gonna have to break down i'm at the breakdown i'm at the breakdown oh my god i'm at the break i'm at the breakdown okay so Dude, so i that. i don't horrible understand. r&b song back up drug free so put the crack up he said drug free so put the crack up what <laughs> Oh my god, okay, so the music video is a, it's a black and white video featuring a 20-year-old Marky Mark working out and boxing bare-chested and making out with a girl on a bed. Oh, is it? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Boxer Mickey Ward is credited for helping him with the boxing technique and training used for this video. Mark Wahlberg first met Mickey Ward when he was 18, and he later played him on the big screen in the 2010 film, The Fighter. Wow, so wow. that's some meta shit. That's crazy. <laughs> kind of, dude, this song was released in 1991, right? As the lead single from Music for the People. And the song became a number one hit in the US, Denmark, Sweden, and Switzerland. The single spent 20 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. Its last week rising 40 positions to number 27, but dropped out the following week. 20 weeks? Wow. wow. Tell me, there's a piano part in here that's. Whew, Billy Joel Unreal. would have a hard time with it. <laughs> oh my god dude this song you have to listen to the whole way through when it's on it's so bad it's good okay this is nostalgic it is not passing the test but it's still nostalgic as fuck it's awesome it's 100 nostalgic on, if this is coming on and staying on and i'm doing some stupid ass moves i may even jump over oh. my one leg I need to go buy some parachute pants. If I need to, if this song comes on, I got to find parachute pants. I got to put them on. First of all, just a shout out to Lolita Holloway, who was the American singer on this as well. She was mainly known for disco songs such as Hit and Run and Love Sensation. And she was, you know, a part of this as well. She was the female vocal on uh, Good Vibrations. But this is a purely a nostalgic song. But a great nostalgic song. That's the yes. thing. I think we have to understand that like sometimes something's nostalgic, it doesn't pass the test, but it is unbelievably amazing as a nostalgic song. And Fuck I, I think man. that's a hundred percent. Makes you feel good, man. It's a nice yeah. little happy pill you take. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Pleasure. Yeah. All um, right, go on next one, baby. Yeah, tell what and is it's the next ice, one? Ice baby. Oh boy. Okay. Nobody can say this song is terrible. <laughs> okay. First of all, they definitely took the beat from Queen. 
A hundred percent. And you know what? I think I'm fine with that. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I don't yeah. know why everybody's upset about it. Like people sample songs all the time. Yeah. Plus, if you listen to his um, explanation, you know, Queen's dan dan da da dan da da dan dan like this is dan dan da da dan that little dan dan that you know you know thank you Gary Goldman for that explanation. But he's right. I think on that album, when Gary Goldman says like when you hear that bass line. You're like, oh shit, ice, ice, baby. But when it's you know under pressure by Queen and uh, uh, David Bowie, you're like, oh, kind of a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yo, shout out to Billy Delia. I, uh oh, <laughs> I, I have to. Bobo, so we were at a, we were at his uh, brother's wedding, and we were there was karaoke going on, and Billy put this on, and I did not realize how much of a king Billy is singing this song, and I was just dancing in the background. Wow. Oh. It was oh awesome. God. Dude, oh it was awesome. Dude, he didn't have to look at the screen. He what? was Oh, it was crazy. It was great. I, of course I, it didn't. This wow. Dude, Vanilla Ice was terrible. But this song defined my like elementary school years. It was so good. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. It was Unbelievable. Kind of, um, yo, I'll solve it. Check, Check out whole 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 DJ Miles and Ice Ice But wait. The, the real question is, how deep into Vanilla Ice did you get? Like, meaning, like, did you have this album? I had this album. The, mm-hmm. the next song. Do you remember the next song? No. How it goes? After no. this? No. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> what it's like having a Roni. Having what a Roni? Like having a Roni. That's it. Like, that goes on for a little bit. That's it. And then it's stop that train. I want to get off. Don't know the rest of the song. I know that there is what it's like having a roadie, like a sample. It lasted like 30 seconds. Wow. 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 I did get into him for a while. And he was on, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ninja rap. Ninja rap. The ninja rap. Did you watch Cool as Ice? A movie I think we have to do on this podcast. Yeah, I don't remember that. Dude. I'm sure I watched it, but I do it not is. remember what the movie was about at all. It it's is probably terrible. A, it is a masterpiece. It is, an, it is art. <laughs> it is amazing. Yo, that, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but Vanilla Ice, I don't even know if I need to do like facts about Vanilla Ice. I mean, he... You don't. If you if don't know you, who Vanilla Ice is... If you is, don't know who Vanilla Ice is, then... Your, you know, <laughs> the, your, your childhood is terrible. How can you not know who Vanilla? First of all, and that's the thing. I think people want to hate on Vanilla Ice. I want to hate on Ice Ice Baby, but I 100% will like believe that anytime this song came on when it was on and when it's on now, that you're enjoying that. Whether or not you're showing it, you're enjoying it 100%. He looks so serious in this mo- in the album. Oh yeah, kind of looks like Zach Morris meets like some sort of mannequin. Dude, <laughs> holy shit. Okay, Vanilla Ice wrote Ice Ice Baby in 1983 at the age of 16, basing his lyrics upon his experiences in South Florida. What? The mean streets of South Florida. Dude, wait, this goes deeper. We have to put this out there. The lyrics describe a shooting in Van Winkle's rhyming, which his real name is Robert Van Winkle. The chorus of Ice Ice Baby 
originates from the signature chant of the National African American Fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha. Of the song's lyrics, Van Winkle stated in a 2001 interview that if you released Ice Ice Baby today, it would fit in today's lyrical respect among peers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My lyrics aren't pump it up, go, go. At least I'm saying something. I mean, I'm going to have to disagree with that. At least he's saying something. He thing. Say? I, I, yeah, I don't know if he's saying anything. But he's saying something, Dan. But this song came out in 1990, which means he wrote it seven years at, before it even came out when he was 16. Wow. Ah. It's a genius. I, oh, well, he's a what is he person. doing now? <laughs> well, well, he's part of the Insane Clown Posse. Uh, yeah. He does the Juggalo thing, which is weird. And does he? Yeah, yeah. They do like a jug gathering of the Juggalos and he's part of it. And then he does music still, and he does some sort of like thing where like a show, I don't know if it's on anymore. You remember like Pimp My Ride? He would, he does something similar with like people's houses. Oh, like a, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's a contractor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another, Got it. Another contractor. So Manny, I mean, what are you saying? Is Ice Ice Baby good? Does it pass? Oh, I'm saying, yeah. Test? No, I'm well, saying it passes the test. I don't care. No, if it came out, it probably wouldn't do well. But you know what? It's a good song. It's catchy. It's fun. So it passes, this passes the nostalgia test. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I want to agree. I'm, I'm so baffled. I'm thinking like if I say this passes the nostalgia test, but two princes didn't. <sighs> I, I'm going to say that like for me, it remains nostalgic because it's. Um, also, you know, I'm, I might be exaggerating that it passes the test. Kind of, <laughs> kind of controversy. I think all of it just stays in the nostalgic point but i think it, this is one of the better feelings and the most nostalgic of all the things oh, okay i see what you're saying so it's nostalgic but it's like up it's elevated it's like elevated nostalgic mm -hmm. it's like it's like the vip nostalgia let's kick it vip let's kick, let's kick yeah. it that's right <laughs> that's right so okay next on this to, on this you, group you need to yeah let's talk about this one because this, this is, one's uh, terrible but I well, can't wait to say it. Go ahead. Because you liked it. This was on your list. This was on my list. Yeah. Informer. Yes, by Snow. On the by album snow. 12 Inches of Snow. <laughs> First of all, this is what's so great about this song. This song's always been terrible. But I've always sung this song and like loved it only because of the fact that it was sung by a person named Snow who had an album called 12 Inches of Snow. D dude, this like, song... <laughs> Was he trying to compete against Ice Ice Baby? That's why, I mean, Vanilla Ice. So he came out with a, a name called Snow. It came, this song, the album came out in 1992. It's okay. supposed to be, the genre is like reggae fusion and hip hop. Dude, the Genius website has an unbelievable thing that I think we need to say about this. Snow wrote this song while he was in jail charged with two attempted murders he ended up spending a year in toronto's east detention center maximum security prison after coming out he met mc shan and recorded the song he went back to do an eight-month bid for aggravated assault and it was during this jail stay that the song caught on and started getting airplay <laughs> what this guy was in jail for attempted murder what for two attempted murders who is this guy i don't know but do you ever, have you ever tried to sing this when this was out? Like, I got as far as Informa. And then that zaba, was the zaba, end. Zaba, bum, bum, down. That's it. Okay, do you want to know the lyrics? Yes. To, to the chorus, at least. It goes, it says you, I'll lick your bum, bum down or something. Like yeah, that. like Informa. Yeah. 
You know, say daddy me, snow me, I go blame. A licky boom, boom down. Detective man to say, say daddy me, snow me, stab someone down the lane. A licky boom, boom down. Informer, you know, say daddy me, snow me, I go blame. A licky boom, boom down. Detective man to say, say daddy me, snow me, stab someone down the lane. A licky boom, boom now. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's happening. I don't know I don't who this guy is. I don't. I don't have words. How was this song good? How was this on the list? He was. Oh, he grew up as Dar Darren O'Brien in Toronto. Oh, did he? He was raised on classic rock, but uh, after Jamaicans moved into his neighborhood, due to then Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau's revised immigration policies, reggae became a huge part of his life. In '92, while on vacation in Queens, New York. Snow met rap, American rapper and record producer MC Sham, Shan, and the pair produced a four-song demo. Awesome. Now, here's the problem. This song, if it came out today, he would 100% be called out for, like, major cultural appropriation. Unreal yeah. amount of cultural appropriation. I mean, It's just a terrible great. song, dude. Even back then, it wasn't that great. What, what, did, it, what did it reach in the charts, does it say? The single was chart top. It was a chart-topping hit spending seven consecutive weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, my God. Why? The <laughs> Conversely, the song was included in Pitchfork's 2010 list of the seven worst U.S. number one singles it's of the 90s. It's fucking terrible. No, this is a terrible <laughs> song. I use this song to make fun of the 90s. It's an ironic song to play. It's this... not a good song at all. You know, yeah, and like the the verses are weird. Like, verse one is just like he just appropriated everything. Everything is just like that. When you read the lyrics, you're just like he purposely attempted to kind of involve himself in a culture that and in a culture and a genre that he had no business being part of. You know, you know, everyone say that says that maybe about Vanilla Ice. Oh, you know, Vanilla Ice tried is a cultural appropriation. Then there could be an argument for that. But this guy, no, this guy was this is this is egregious uh this is i'm putting this in the um rednecks uh cotton eye joe pile three musketeers bad informer horrible i'm gonna stop playing it <laughs> moving on oh i'm my not even God. gonna rate it it doesn't even it's an ironic song to play it's a terrible song so i want to i want to look at so much to say by uh dave matthews band okay whoa well, that's a, that took a whole culture change yeah yeah, yeah so we went to Abercrombie really... and Fitch we got a t-shirt put on our sandals and we were at a Dave Matthews band concert yeah which by the way both of us really liked and we've been to a couple of them yeah absolutely I was at, the, I mean, I was at uh Central Park oh yeah I, I've great, seen Dave Matthews several times oh I bet yeah right. yeah me yeah. and you spent most of the time in one concert, really drunk, and me looking for shrooms. But that's no here nor there. So, so much to say. What do you have yeah. to say about this, buddy? Um, <laughs> I love Dave Matthews Band. It holds a special place in my heart. And it's definitely something that I've been asking myself about a lot because I'm like, is this a good song? Or am I just kind of in that nostalgic space for it you know it, it defined a whole period of my life um, i have almost every album but 
Oh, that's what he says. Treading trodden trails. I thought it was like tritting trotten trails. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm going to continue going on what you're saying, this is one of my favorite albums. Mm. This is definitely a Manny album. I, re- I remember Dave, not Dave Matthews, but our friend, Dave, mutual friend, Dave, our Shout road out. trip partner. Shout out to weeds. Um, he's like, I think I told you guys on a road trip that this is one of my favorite albums of his. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the songs on this album are great. I don't know if this is my, f- I don't think it's my favorite song on the album, but definitely understand why it's on a pop list. Oh, yeah. We got him into like, you know, it's very poppy when it's on Z100. Like, this was like constantly played. This got played out. Yeah. Dude, I'm reading the lyrics. This is the thing about Dave Matthews' band. I love. I got central healing. Right. Okay. Right. Exactly. I don't understand what that means. And but then when you think there's another, there's a chorus. Then the verse two is like, "See you, young and soft, oh little baby, little feet, little hands, little hands, little feet, little baby." One year of crying and the words creep up inside, creep into your mind. That, that's weird. So much to say, so much to say, so much to say, so much to say. It goes on because here we have been standing for a long, long time, treading, trodden trails for a long, long time. That, that's it. There are no other verses after that. Little feet, little Little feet, little. Little baby. I don't know what he's ever talking about. I don't know if this song means anything. I don't know because it me- felt like it meant something when I first heard it. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, so much to say, so much to say. But then he says all these things like, and you're just like, yeah. Like, it's, it's like listening to Radiohead with like Tom York's just like, and you don't know what he's saying, but you're like, okay, yeah. But then you read the lyrics and it's like, what? <laughs> but you could say that's true to like a lot of songs. Like it really doesn't matter what they're saying. It's like as long as they have like the right beat for you and you feel good listening to the song. What the way I'm seeing it is that yeah. he's talking about that a, a one year old or a newborn has so uh-huh. much to say. Uh-huh. They can because they're very small and uh-huh. stuff. You know. Yes. Or and then he, and then it goes into another lyric. It's like sometimes I feel. Like it's better to be somebody else. Like he has so much to say, but he can't. But if he was somebody else, he could. And he just can't stand himself. I mean, I'm gonna, the song yeah. makes you feel good. All the all the the guitar riffs, the, mm. the 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 horns. This is Dave Matthews. I think to me, I'm gonna say that this song is still good. Um, oh, it's definitely good. I think it passes the nostalgia test, and because like. I think the questionable album for me with them, and I think I don't think I'd ever think about that, you know, just because of one, maybe just one song on that album, which is weird, is Before These Crowded Streets. Now, Before These Crowded Streets is produced so well. It's one of the most beautifully produced albums I've ever heard, but it also has one of the most questionable songs on it ever, Halloween. Um, and I don't understand why, what that song is, but I also don't understand, you know, sometimes like if I need to, when I re-listen to things being like, okay, maybe I was just like caught up in the rest of Dave Matthews band and I let this, but that is a good album too. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm just talking out my ass here, but like, it's a, it's a group that I haven't listened to in a long time. Cause I think I like went hard just listening to it all the time. And then I'm like, well, there's no place for me to like rock out to Dave Matthews band right now. But I still, it passes the nostalgia test for me, definitely. I, this definitely passes the test. Every once in a while, I'll catch myself listening to the live concert at Central Park. Oh. Because uh, it has really good, a lot of his great songs 
uh, he plays on that. So definitely didn't, great. Didn't during a road trip we listened to that album at night pretty much every almost every night before like we as we were sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our road we trip had quite the soundtrack. That, we played that and we played um not not Nas who was it? Jadakiss. Um, Jadakiss. <laughs> Jadakiss. Our, oh our, our, like Otis Redding. Jadakiss. Dave Matthews Band. Oh, well. we should test that album out. Uh, wow, ready. I haven't heard that album in a minute. Oh, wow, dude, All shout right. out Jadakiss. The Locks coming out with a new album. The Locks coming out with a new album. Everyone get it. It's probably out. New Nas album. Get it. So that's Dave Matthews Band. All right, go, Manny. What do you got? I'm gonna, I'm gonna change up the um, little genre we got going do here. It. I'm going gonna make you sweat by CNC Music Factory, which was probably in every movie montage in the 90s where someone was exercising or getting something done. All right. What is this song? Everybody dance now. Terrible. This is oh, terrible, Dan. Dude, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. I totally got Chevy Chase had a movie. I totally got with, this mixed up in my head. He was with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and he was he was a Boy Scout leader, and he was he was the stepdad, and like there was there was there was a there was a montage with this song in it. Dude, dude this movie, this song was made for montages in the nineties. Oh my god, I love this song. It's like brown. But again, this is a song. He was the dome. What? Jump to the rhythm, jump, jump to the rhythm, jump. Okay, listen. This song is another one of those that you're like, after a minute, you're like, all right, it's time to change. Well, it's so intense. You know how like certain songs they like get started. They're like, "All right, we're gonna like get ready." It's like, no, this song was just like in that was over. It's like everybody dance now. <laughs> if you weren't ready for this song, dude, I'm looking at the lyrics right now, and it's literally dude, every lyric like has an exclamation point right in front of it. Everybody dance now. He's <laughs> like, "Give me the music." Oh my god, I love it. And then verse one is like. Here's the dome, back with the bass, the jam is live in effect, and I don't waste time on the time. mic with a dope rap. I'm totally ruining, but you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. Oh. He's like, he's something about being a scroll, get, get me like, my nut on, and move your butt. Baby, let the music take control, let the rhythm move you, sweat, sweat. Now, I got this mixed up when I saw everybody's um, gonna make you sweat to that song. Oh my God, girl, I'm gonna make you sweat. Oh, that's uh, the Shaggy song? That's the Shaggy song? I think so. But do you can't, no, it's not. It's what, no more. No. And then if you cry out, I'm going to push it. First of all, wait, I mean, <laughs> was that in the 90s, that song? Girl, I'm going to make you sweat. Sweat till you can't sweat no more. And if you cry out, I'm going to push it. I'm going to push it some more. So, yeah, that, that, is a, that is a terrifying just, song. That's, that song is about sexual assault. That song is, in the, is up there with the Robin Thicke song, uh, Blurred Lines. <laughs> I don't know. We were or both boom, messed boom, up. Boom. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Oh my God. Yeah, this song. Oh my God. You can't <laughs> even read these lyrics. This is terrifying. What year did that come out? Wait, wait. Is this the same song? Maybe it's not the same. Oh no, it is. Oh my God. That song came out in 1993 by the group Inner Circle. Yes. 
the band, the album's called Bad Boy. But that wasn't part of the list. We're not, no, sorry, I'm sorry. It's just a song that I totally got. Yeah, honorable. Girl, I'm gonna make yeah, this, I, <laughs> this song's so funny because it reminds me of all the dance recitals my sister had. Oh, it you was everywhere. Fun. This song oh. was everywhere. CNC Music Factory was on fire. On fire. In the 90s, man. They came out with a couple albums. CNC Music Oh, yeah. Came out in 1990, debut and lead single from the album, Gonna Make You Sweat. The song was sung by rapper Freedom Williams and singer Martha Walsh. She charted internationally and achieved great success in the United States, Austria, Germany, the Netherlands, and Switzerland, which it reached number one on the charts. I mean, it's an amazing song. CNC Music Factory is a great group. I mean, I'm sure they paid so much royalties on all the movies that they were in the 90s, like buddy movies or like dad, mom and dad, like take the kid out for a lesson movie. Oh. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you can't have this, and it's on so many other lists. I mean, twenty-five best pops, uh, dance pop songs, the one thousand greatest songs of all time, yes. the best one hundred songs from the nineties, yes. the one hundred greatest dance songs of the nineties. Yeah, before EDM, thirty dance tracks from the nineties that changed the game. CNC Music yes. Factory, one hundred percent. You can't have any of this dance music without CNC Music Factory. No, not at all. No. Now the real question, though, is. Does it pass the test? Does no. it pass the nostalgia test? It's high up on there. It's not passing the test. I'll say it's it's another VIP. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I know we just passed Dave Matthews Band, um, and of course we're this is our subjective like opinion. Obviously, we want to hear everyone's opinion, you know, on Instagram and Twitter and our Facebook. I feel like I'm not going to listen to CNC Music Factory. That's just me. Uh, but I would, if this song comes on, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. 100%. This you know song, what, though? I don't know how to dance to this. Dude, can I just say this? It says everybody dance now, but all you're really doing is like popping and locking, right? Dude, I just want to say this. This song has been played in many films, including, oh, yes. here we go, including The Super, Sister Act, Man of the House in 1995, Man That's of the House 2005, about. Space Jam, Something's Gotta Give, Robots, Jarhead, Chicken Little, Kronk's New Groove, A Fairly Odd Summer, Old School, Evan Almighty, Detention, and Pain and Gain. It also played in movie trailers including Superstar, The Adventures of Pluto Nash, Flushed Away, and Madagascar, Escape to Africa. Yes. Dude. Royalties alone so, on that. Yeah, it was used in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I mean, of King of Queens. I mean, this is one of those songs that you could develop comedy around as well because it's so inviting. It's amazing. I mean, big ups to like CNC Music Factory for like writing one of the greatest songs of the '90s. But I'm still gonna say it's just for me nostalgic. Nostalgic. So I'm gonna switch it up here and uh, come to I think one of my favorite songs. Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton, one of <laughs> Dude, you know, don't don't even play that this is this is one of the greatest songs of the nineties. Unbreak my heart. Oh, yeah. Unbreak my heart. Unbreak my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Say you love me again. <laughs> Dude, come on. Uh. Dude, I love this song. And I think a lot of these R&B songs, you know, like Unbreak My Heart and, you know, hopefully we can get to you. I mean, we can put it together. Unbreak My Heart, Fantasy by Mariah Carey. I mean, I will, always, yeah, I will always love you but by dude, Whitney see, Houston. I'll argue that I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Much better song than Unbreak My Heart. I mean. Because I was going to say I, I Will Always Love You, but Unbreak My Heart is good. 
But yeah. yeah, I I think I remember the Whitney Houston one more because the video goes along with uh, Bodyguard. Well, with, yeah, you know, yeah, one of the greatest movies of that in, in that time. You know, basically it, she made an album based on that that whole right. movie. Yeah, and so. I would, I mean, I mean, just a little bit about even any like Unbreak My Heart. I mean, it, the thing is like when I was a kid, a lot of my music, especially like R and B and like rap and stuff like that, came from my sister. So she would put make these mixtapes, and she would put stuff like this on, like CNC Music Factory or you know Tony Braxton or you know, and Whitney Houston was being played in the house because my mom loves Whitney Houston. So these songs are not just so much more part of just radio as much as part of my upbringing, oddly. And it's so interesting to be like, when I heard Unbreak My Heart, I was like, it just like, I just had to stop. I mean, I could just go right away and just say that Unbreak My Heart unequivocally for me, it passes the nostalgia test. It is wow. Me. Yeah. Has to, to wow. me, it has to. Unbreak Your Heart as a ballad passes the nostalgia test. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's good. It doesn't do much for me as much as Whitney Houston's song. I mean, I, I, will... I don't know what it is, and I think I think it's because of the the movie. Mm. Oh, and... yeah, yeah. It's hard to kind of hear the song and not think of the Bodyguard, mm-hmm. where like "Unbreak My Heart," of course, probably have been has been in Unbreak movies and so on, whatever. Heart. Yeah. Say you love me again. Wow. No, you're right. It's so good. That is a good ballad. So, but un- I will say, I will always love you. Written by Dolly Parton, an mm-hmm. unbelievable songwriter. Dolly Parton. I mean, big ups of Dolly yeah. Parton being her, and probably her and Prince are like probably the two most prolific songwriters. Like unbelievable. And I, there is something on here that was written by Prince that you have on your list, right? No, dude. Would you consider it while we're in ballad? Nothing compares to you, right? That's that's nothing. No, nothing compares to Sinead O'Connor. It was written by Prince. No. Nothing compares. That's a Prince song. Nothing compares to you. It's a Prince song. Okay, it's a Prince song, but Sinead O'Connor. This is the one I was listening to. This, yeah, yeah, no, I know. This is a ballad, Dan. Well, which one? Okay, are we still on? So wait, Tony Braxton okay. to me passes, and I will always. I love that song. In fact, now that I've heard it during this, I'm gonna listen to it more. I'm going back. Wow. I'm going to have to go back to Tony Braxton and listen to more of her songs and really revisit some of this music so that I can truly see and understand uh, more of... Uh, I'm putting it on right now as you're talking about it. Okay. I like this groove. Starts off slow. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, her voice is just... I mean, I'm not saying that Whitney Houston's voice isn't great. I just got chills. But yeah, because Tony Braxton's voice is just like, it's just, just like swallowed it. She's like, doing me out in the wind. Yeah, she's got that like deeper voice that like kind of vibrates, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And you're just like, holy shit. Like, and you can't do anything. You're just like stunned by the rest of the song. You're just like, that's it. I should lay here, think of every breakup I've <laughs> ever had and every heartbreak and everything. But like, I'm going to be comforted by this song. <laughs> Hey, everybody, we are two grown men talking about Tony Braxton's uh, Unbreak My Heart. And uh, <laughs> Dude, I love it. And loving it. Love it. Totally loving it. I like it. I'm going to say it's definitely, I think it's still, it passes the test. It's a good song. It's still, I, I think people would still consider it a good song if they're listening to it now, which I also believe the Whitney Houston song. Oh, passes. Is, is definitely, uh, you know, I, I Will Always Love You. Unbelievable. Is a, is a ballad. And then, 
I even would say nothing compares. Not sure that it's good now. Well, we're going to get to that for a second because I went into a whole Sinead O'Connor hole the other day after listening to this song. But nothing. Can I, I just want to like, you know, a little revelation. Okay. Uh, my mom said when I was a kid, um, I would call her uh, lipstick because she re- wore really red lipstick. And okay. I don't know, that's what I called her. So now it's out <laughs> there for the whole public to know, our 15 fans, that, uh, <laughs> that Whitney Houston, um, uh, you know, I... Called you her called her lipstick. lipstick. Yeah. Cool. I, I like Whitney Houston <laughs> a lot. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. Probably wrote some of the best, like so, sang some of the best songs in the 90s. and, and I want to dance with somebody. Uh-huh. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Ooh, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and her national anthem uh, performance oh, is probably one of the most proud. I don't think anybody could beat it. Everybody tries to compare it. But I, I would say Jennifer can... Hudson did one of the best ones after her. I think her performance was unbelievable. Uh, but okay. Whitney Houston's was just like insanely powerful. Good time. But yeah, I, I, there's no question that I will always love you passes the nostalgia test. The problem is, does Kevin Costner the, pass the, the, the nostalgia first... test? Yes. <laughs> yes, Kevin Costner does. What do you mean, does Kevin Costner pass the nostalgic test? <laughs> Kevin Costner is Kevin Costner in every movie that he plays, but he's so good at it. Oh, Have you seen really? Kevin Costner in Draft Day? No. Wow. I'll tell you, that's a good movie. All right. All right. So, so first of all. Are we going to Sinead O'Connor? Or I Will we, Always like, Love You is a tearjerker. Oh, yeah. I was say, Roman, I, if you really want to get into it. Yes. I'm watching the whole movie in my head right now, listening to this. Mm. I, I just preview whole movie in well, my head that movie was so big too that like not only was the song big like the bodyguard itself was like a huge film massive it, it was so crazy how you had this unbelievable song written, it was always, and it was basically about her yeah and written by an <laughs> unbelievable songwriter right so you have you have whitney houston singing a song written by dolly parton in a movie with Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner, all 1992 coming out in 1992. There it is. And of course, how can it not be one of the biggest hits? I mean, look, the film is a huge hit. It grossed $411 million worldwide, become the second highest grossing film in 1992. And that's the second high? Wow. <laughs> what was the first in 1992? Damn. Unbelievable. This is great. We could skip over Sinead O'Connor. I just think it's good. It's not. It's not. Well, there it, is a good. version that just came out. They have just released Prince's version, and it's really awesome. Uh, I suggest everyone see, uh, listen to Prince's version. What is the song again? I always forget that. I, I always forget that. Uh, nothing compares to you. And nothing compares to you. There was a really amazing version sung by Chris Cornell, an acoustic version that Chris Cornell did, and it is outstanding. But I will always love you. Passes. Unbreak my heart by Tony Braxton. Passes. I mean, the list could go on. So we, we have a couple more. I think we have, we do a couple more. Yeah, we have. I'm I excited. Think, yeah. And like, whatever. We cut this up. Good luck editing this episode. Editing? What are you talking Good about? Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting this thing down. All right. My next one, since we're sticking to ballots all of a sudden. This one, I'm, I don't know how I, feel, how I feel about this. Again, every time I listen to these, I always think about the videos. Like, videos were such a big deal in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Because every song that I listened to that I've, like, picked, I remembered the videos that I used to watch. So mm. next one is, I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith, the Armageddon song. Okay. 
just rem- I just remember his uh, daughter like touching the screen when you know she has to say goodbye to Bruce Willis. Is like, oh my god, it was you know, about time for the team, right? Okay, <laughs> dude, this song, I just like the orchestra in this song. Oh my god, that's the, like, what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> the rest of the song is okay. Like it's all right. I could stay awake just to hear you breathing. Watch you smile while you sleeping, while you're far away dreaming. I don't know. I, I feel like here's another song where like the movie was the vehicle for it, right? Yes. The, mu- the movie, I would say, it's probably a terrible movie, but I like it. It's so bad, it's good. Yeah, this movie is ridiculous. Ben Affleck is ridiculous in this. Everybody is ridiculous in this. There's a lot of people in this movie. This movie was yeah. jam-packed with Steve, actors. Steve Buscemi is Steve like... Steve Buscemi is amazing in it. Does he even know he's on an asteroid in that movie? He's I don't like even know if around. Steve Buscemi knows he's on a movie set in this. <laughs> it's just like... Steve uh, Buscemi left Con Air's movie set oh and went God. into this. That is so went into this And that just so continued funny. his role. Had to, had to, right? That's so funny. That shit. That... <laughs> Just like, all right, we need you. To play Can't believe you guy. said that, <laughs> dude. I, I, I have a really hard time with Aerosmith. I, I and, and this is gonna be people are probably gonna kill me for this, but I, I don't like Aerosmith. I don't care. I don't care. I like that. I, I don't understand Aerosmith maybe I'm missing something. I, I don't know. I I saw them live at Jones Beach and maybe that's just a bad venue uh, sometimes, but I was just like, what is this? Right. I also saw Offspring at, at Jones Beach and that was terrible. Offspring? I mean, I've seen a couple of people in, at Jones Beach and yeah. you, you may get a break it there. Yeah. But you know, I if don't you don't know. know how to carry that sound, yeah. it's not but good. I'm, I'm not saying I'm gonna, this I'm going to say is, that yeah. this song is like, way back in a nostalgic yeah. song. I'd rather watch the movie and like listen to the soundtrack, like sound the, the song there yeah. uh, than actually listen to the song. So yeah. this definitely I, isn't Three Musketeers bad, but it's not, <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, this, this song existed then, you know, doesn't really do much for me. Oh my God, that is another hilarious. ballad before I you love, to- <laughs> Wait, I love, wait a second. Can I just like, I just want to underline what you said. This song just, it exists. <laughs> it exists. It yeah, I'm not going to deny it, it. It exists just I'm not like, that, okay, there are a few songs that I'm going to say right now. That song. Are you going like quick honorable mention ones? No, this isn't even a 90s song. I'm just saying a song that I don't understand, like Benny and the Jets by Elton John. Anytime I heard that, I was like, what is happening? But also, the Crocodile crocodile Rock by Elton John. Like, why? I want to know why you, when when people sing different certain songs, I'm like, when they were in the studio, was there that much cocaine that they were just like, this sounds great. Yeah, and there was that much cocaine going on in the clubs that the song became a good hit. But yeah, when, so, when, when he says, I can see you breathing, I'm like, that's not them breathing. That's you stealing their oxygen with like your, you know, one nostril nose now, Steven Tyler. Uh, all right, we're moving on from that one. We're going one more ballad before we go into a different genre because I know it's going to come because now we're going to go spitting some things out. And I'm going to say one of the best ballads oh. on this 
it's so long and one of the best videos of all times because i just watched it this weekend and it's i'll do anything for love but i won't do that by meatloaf it is a story dan it's beauty and the beast okay some say myth is that do you know what he won't do for love what do you know what it is It is a perform condolingus apparently, but we don't know. It's show notes. But <laughs> that's a fact, dude. He rocks this. This is a ballad, Dan. Eight minutes long. They played yeah. this on the radio. Yeah, this is a ballad, just like November Rain is a ballad. And at some point, we have to think: Should these songs have been edited? November Rain. I like that too. But are you seriously putting that song on the list? Oh yeah. This what is, is your connection to this to song? Me. Oh, I freaking used to sing this. I used to listen to this all the time. What? Yeah, dude. Yo, Bad Out of Hell was huge in my household. What? Shut <laughs> up. So in the Quayle household, as you're walking around, it's like, put, put Bad Out of Hell back on. Let's go. Oh, I listened to Bad Out of Hell. So... Oh it might have been God. my mom's album, obviously, but oh I even I even got this the album that came after this. What? Yeah, dude. The man's name was Meatloaf, Manny. Dan, I don't know why. It was a guilty pleasure that I have. Meatloaf had it on. I forget the, the album that came after this, but I guarantee you, if you played the song, I would be able to sing it. Sing will again. But it's just like, I, I think like, but I, I, I guess it's another person. Like, actually, like, I don't understand Meatloaf. Dude, he was in Fight Club. He was right? also in Spice World. His name was Bob. As long as the fires are burning. I'm putting to, this, dude, this, he was in You Spice better believe World. it, Dan. I would do anything for love. I'm singing better than him. Dude, anyone sings, but no, I mean, well, I'm not going to say that. I guess I just don't understand the theatrics of Meatloaf. I, I guess it's because a part of me that that is the, the huge metal fan, I have still a hard time with like hair metal and, and like, you know, all that stuff where like I'm going to, you know, listen to Slayer before I listen to like anything like Poison or whatever. Now, I'm not saying Meatloaf is metal, but like, but what I'm saying is like, there's some, oh my God, you are into it. The audience, I am going to finally get to like cutting clips and putting this on, on YouTube because you all have, Manny's rocking out to this album. Dude, you need to watch this video. Do I? I, I don't care what everybody thinks, okay? Do me it's a great song. I, I'm saying that it is nostalgic. There's no way for me that this passes the nostalgia test. I, I, I just can't. Oh, it doesn't pass the test. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous as hell. <laughs> but I'm rocking out to this song, and I'm listening to the whole song, eight minutes long. Dude, and no it wasn't one. even as long as the real album. I think it was like an 11-minute long song. Why? Why is this an 11-minute? But see, but that's the thing. Why is his <sighs> name Meatloaf? Who cares? I do. Yeah. That makes no sense. I got the Meatloaf? second. I got the album after this. Oh, I don't know how you got. Is this the song where then the woman comes and says, like, "Stop right there"? No, that's another. Before we go any further, do you love me? Will you love me forever? That's another meatloaf song. Yeah, 
This isn't yeah. the same sign. That's something to do with like uh, dashboard light or something. Paradise, but dashboard light. He's always talking about like you know banging. Yeah. All right. We so we got it. So it stays nostalgic. It's not yeah. a good song. No. It's purely nostalgic. It brings me back to my guilty pleasure of being a Meatloaf fan for like a year. I can't even I believe that. I'm trying me, to understand. I repeat songs a lot. Manny as a Meatloaf fan like i can't even in my head think about like manny as a meat like that you walk around being like rocking out to meatloaf (laughs) i don't get it oh my god that is i don't know why either i'm trying to think about why like somebody Uh, in my family must have been into it right yeah into meatloaf (laughs) i'm trying to think about i'm trying to think about the 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 album oh my god that i actually had of his dude i i want to like move to another song because i just am seeing meatloaf and he just looks dirty there's everything about him i look at him i'm like he's like like a like maybe that's why maybe he because he looks like a meatloaf like oh, a loaf of meat. his song yes <laughs> yes <laughs> with hair he was in fight club spice world he was also in wayne's world and he was um in uh something else i think but he's dude i had the um album that came out in 1995 called welcome to the neighborhood which featured the single i'd lie for you and that's the truth if you listen to it it's like the continuation to i do anything for love i won't do that dude like, I, the core I, progression I, is the same <laughs> our friendship has changed now uh that i knew that you were a gigantic meatloaf <laughs> I only like his essentials. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> Meatloaf essentials. Oh my god, dude! I never tell you a lie. I never let you down. I never leave. I be the one that's always around. Oh my god, dude! No. Okay, so should we do like maybe two more or two more on here? Because there is one I do want to get to. Is it a different genre? I guess it's a different genre. I guess I mean, anything's a different genre than meatloaf, bro. I, I yeah, mean, go ahead. Let me just put them together because they are pretty much not like the same. They are in the same genre in a way. I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys and I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. Wow. Yes. I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men and I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. Two different songs. They're two, well, they're two different songs, but I would say they are two groups that harm. They're both groups that are sing, yeah. dance. You know, there was a Backstreet Boys documentary like that came out a few years ago that I was obsessed with for some reason. I just watched it once. When did, I so, did you like the Backstreet Boys over in sync? Yes, I think dude, Backstreet Justin Boys. Be- who cares? He can't do Justin Timberlake. <laughs> do not. You better watch out. Dude, Justin Timberlake. I am a back JT to... fan, and I will smack your fucking ass. Oh, so so way man, over Man in the Wolf. Woods. Man in the Woods. Dude, that was a terrible album. First of all, that's terrible. The only good song in that is when he did it with Chris Stapleton, uh, which was "Say yeah. Something," which is a phenomenal video. Uh, all shot in one shot, yeah. no cuts. Phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, here, look, Backstreet uh, Boys are better singers overall than In Sync. Okay. Um, they're better not acapella. better performers though uh, but they're better acapella singers and i just feel like they were overlooked after because i feel like instinct came in like you know there's a big i mean if you go to a whole story about them of instinct and backstreet boys like i think backstreet you like boys backstreet boys because they came to mineola and performed did they 
they performed at our middle school. Oh, is that the Backstreet Boys? I think that was a different group. No, it was Backstreet Boys. Well, then maybe, but like I don't remember who it was. One thing I saw this documentary on the Backstreet Boys recently, like a few years ago when I first moved out to LA, and uh, then I guess kept seeing it. They have quite an unbelievable story. Each one of them, <laughs> like they, their lives, each one of them are interesting. And like the oldest one, the lot, the tallest one, whatever his name is, I forget his name. But um, his, it, they're actually great, good musicians. Um, where in sync, I feel like is more like you know. A much more manufactured i'm not saying backstreet boys aren't but i'm saying like they have continued on afterwards as a group because they they know how to write music and songs where like in sync was just like they put them together with play-doh and then like they pushed them out and then justin timberlake once he left the group you know you can't go on without him you just gave me a biopic you need to watch the backstreet boys and you made fun of me about meatloaf well, I'm not saying that I, I'm outside of being made fun of for that. Backstreet but, uh, Boys. Yeah, Backstreet Boys. You need to watch this documentary. I'm not kidding. Show them what you're made of. It came out in 2015. You need to watch it. It's seriously awesome. I'm, I'm telling you right now that if you watch that documentary, you'll cry. <laughs> Guaranteed, you will cry. I did. Tell me why did nothing out of this Now. Tell me why I never want to hear you say. That's a great song. Dude, that great song. It's a great song. It's a Again, great, this is a great. song that I, if, I, if it's somewhere in being played, I want it changed and part of a mashup. You're not listening to this whole song. What? Come on now. No. You know you are. No, I'm not. What's the other song? Wait, what, <laughs> by the way, what are, what are, we, uh, what are you reading this? Hmm. Huh. It's a hard one. I, 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 I'm, I'm stumped because I know what I'm rating the other one. I'll make love to you by Boyz II Men, oh. one of the premier groups of all time. One love Boyz II Men. I mean, Motown love Philly probably Boyz defined everything that we uh, did in a middle school dance or high school. Like, I mean, yes, I, I think I heard Motown Philly's back again. And it wasn't until like I could actually understand, um, you know, like how awesome they were. And then I'll make love to you is I'll quite possibly one of like the you want me to. And I'll hold you tight. tight. Baby, all, all through, through the, the night, I'll make love to you. Like you want me to. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, what a they, they did like don't let. Did they do don't let the water run dry? I think they did. Oh, I don't know. They also did a hero. They did a song with Mariah Carey. Oh, oh, I mean, Boys to Men. Boys to Men is probably one of the greatest groups of all time. But it's not that they don't get the you know recognition that they deserve. I mean, they did end of the road. It was quite possibly at every graduation I've ever been to, at every graduation <laughs> party ever, from elementary school on, probably right. I mean, when did that song come out, right? So, and then this song, quite possibly to me, is one of the most uh, one of the most beautiful songs ever written and sang. I'll make love to you by Boys to Men. To me, it's without a question that on this list, the fact that I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men is on the same Spotify list as Cotton Eye Joe and Informer pisses me off because even though they were hits, you really have to consider how bad those two songs are. And to think that you would put them on the same list as Boys to Men kind of angers me because that passes out of doubt. I would, I would agree. 
that definitely passes it. Boys to Men is still to me a really great band. I don't know about your Backstreet Boy thing. I would say it stays nostalgic. Um, I don't really like that song out of, I mean, I don't even know if I really like Backstreet Boys. Uh, but going well, quick on some honorable well, okay, mentions. So we'll go, we I'm get... going to go nostalgic on the Backstreet Boys one too. But I, I mean, All right, we're going lightning round here to end with one song. Oh, shit. High no. nostalgic on that? On Backstreet Boys? Yeah, I'm thinking high, high nostalgic. nostalgic on the Backstreet Boys. because I'm, like, saying, I'm saying it's staying back. With because it's right at the tail time. end. It's right at the tail end of the 90s. And I think it definitely has to go high nostalgic. Okay. All right, we're going to go. Oh, Backstreet Boys, I agree that I think that passes. And Wait, uh, Backstreet Boys um, passes? Not Backstreet Boys. Um, um, you, know what? I'm cha- you know what? I'm changing my vote for that. I'm saying it passes. Really? We could, we could split vote on that. I'm saying Backstreet Boys passes. If you're saying it's nostalgic, I, that's fine. I get it. You know, you got NSYNC people, you got Backstreet Boys people. But I'm saying that if you watch this documentary, Manny, you okay. are going to come back to me and you're going to go like, Dan, holy shit. That's All right. Well, staying with, <laughs> with your boy group. All right. I'm going to the old school boy group that I know a lot of songs about because I have a twin sister uh, that I may be using this as an excuse, um, but you know, I used to have to go to these concerts, aka, I guess I, I like them after a while. But New Kids on the Block, Step by Step is on this album. Oh, come on, Step by Step. You're gonna, step okay, by Step, ooh, baby, low nostalgia. What, Dan, you shut your face, okay, Dan, low nostalgic. Those guys started it. They started mid, it. Okay, Do mid, not tell me. Dude. dude, don't even. Do you tell me Backstreet Boys is better than New Kids on the Block? I think Backstreet Boys probably, yeah, it's better. They're better than New Kids on the Block. You're, you're rating it on the musicality, like, because the, the musicians. <laughs> I'm talking about pop culture, pop music. Oh, if you're music. talking about, yeah, What's Backstreet Boys. Band out there, New Kids on the Block. Step by step. Oh baby. Yeah, I'm not gonna deny to you girl. Yeah, but I'm not what? Cover girl with Donnie D. Oh come on. But I'm not denying the fact that like when I was a kid I listened to New Kids on the Block because my sister listened to it and she's like, you know, eight eight years older than me or whatever. But I, I can't sit back and say that New Kids on the Block even though they might have started it, doesn't mean they've been able to sustain it. The Backstreet Boys are way easy, way more sustainable than than New Kids on the Block. This is nostalgic as fuck. It stays nostalgic. It's not good right now, but I'm singing it in my head right now, and I know it. Step by step, nostalgic. Yes. Uh, All right. Okay, I agree with that. It, it is nostalgic, but I'm not saying okay. that it's better than the Backstreet Boys. There's no way. All right, we're gonna I'm gonna we're gonna do some lightning rounds here because we could lightning we rounds could be no here forever because this list was huge. <laughs> no, except we're gonna we're gonna end with one one song with I want an explanation on. That's fine. All right. Okay. Um, so we're gonna do things that I had hearted. So all right, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Nostalgic. Definitely nostalgic. Is yeah, it still breakfast. good? And I said, what about breakfast? No, it's still no, it's I'm not nostalgic. listening to it that. It stays shit. nostalgic. Okay. Yeah. Mbop by Hanson. Bad. No. Fucking terrible. Fuck that song. It's Three not even nostalgic. It's Mbop. And and I saw them live because of Stars in December. That's amazing. <laughs> so everybody, 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 
everybody, oh. everybody, 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 everybody. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Pretty great song, man. Dude, nostalgic. This, this I mean, beautiful. I'm, I'm saying beautifully this is nostalgic. nostalgic. It's good. Yes. Yeah. That's like no one. scrubs. Oh, still good. Oh, still good. Still good. No Dude, scrubs. TLC, still, still good. good. Waterfall. Dude. Dude. Don't go chasing. They're in the they're in the middle of the ocean singing. Oh, dude. Talking, I oh. mean, I wish we could like. I mean, waterfall without even like. I wish we could just go deep into it, but it's like we're gonna go into it. Maybe we'll do like a TLC. Oh, uh, we're gonna have episode. to because TLC is one of the greatest groups of all time. Love TLC. Left Eye. Love Left Eye. Rest in peace. Unbelievable. One of the greatest performers of all. All right, time. moving on. Uh, I agree. So we gotta move on. Uh, <laughs> what is love? What is love? Nostalgic. Only Nostalgic. because of S- SNL. SNL SN- brought it back. Yes. Yeah. It's the skit where they're like bobbing their heads. If um, that, if that, if it wasn't for that skit, then it would be, I would be like, I don't give a shit about this song. No. Thong song. Oh, I mean, listen, thong song. I mean, nostalgic. Yeah. The song, thong song. Nostalgic. Yeah. I can't... don't speak by no doubt. Oh, still good. I say, I say still good. Passes the test and it's still good. Oh, absolutely. Right. It passes the stat- test. No doubt passes the test. Love, no doubt. Love, you know, the, you know. Well, I guess it depends up until a point. <laughs> bills, bills, bills by Destiny Childs. I say it's. I say it's just nostalgic. It's okay. Yeah, you know, that's a hot it, take. I, like I feel like if yeah. we're gonna get killed for that one, and I believe, and I, I would. I, I agree though, because if I'm think when I think of that song, and I think of TLC, and I'm just like. Yeah, they, they, there's, yeah, it doesn't hit the same. I'm not saying that there aren't good Destiny's Child songs, but like Bills, 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 I'm not like too much into it. Uh, I agree. Wanna be. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Tell nostalgic, me what you want. Nostalgic, dude. What, what it, so stupid. Horrible song, but. I would say nostalgic, nostalgic because it's right. like, it's one of those moments. Three more, Dan. It? Three more until we get to the last one. Dude, I'm writing them down because we're putting, like, we, we got to have a scorecard for this. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Jump by Crisscross. Oh, nostalgic, dude. It's still good. Me? Dude, that song is still awesome. good. Oh, that's still good, man. I'll sing that song until, until I die. I'm gonna be singing that song at like 80 if I make oh, it to man. All right. Wait. It's so good. Dude. I'm gonna go, oh my god, because like you know, I can't, you know, I'm gonna go nostalgic, but I'm not saying that I don't love it, but I'm just saying I'm not gonna go back. It's and, okay. I guess it, I would say. Go with yeah, your I'm gut, not listening Nanny. to this. I'm, okay, my gut is that I'm not listening to this in the car just because, like, oh, I feel like listening to Chris Cross right now. But when <laughs> I'm trying to have a good time and we're just, like, listening to, like, 80s, 90s, like, 2000s, yeah. this song is on there at all times. Like, so it passes. It, it's, like, so it definitely it pass? passes the test. Okay, it passes. It away. I, I'm, it away. I'm, that's a split vote. I'm going nostalgic, but still love it. But I'm just saying, you just can't get out of that place. Hit me, baby, one more time. Britney Spears. I'm going nostalgic. I don't even like that. She's song. crap. I don't like that song. Um, <laughs> Wait, are you saying that's three Musketeers? Yeah, she's. It's a terrible oh, song. Shit. I don't know what they do do with her. Oh, dude. I mean, we don't want to go too deep into that. I mean, I, there's a, there's so many things about that about her. I know her. it's crazy but, and like the the father and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't even. So, hashtag um, <laughs> Um I don't practice Santa. Oh, um, got no crystal ball. You know what's so bad? I a million is, oh, dollars I just, and I, I spent it all. 
this is going to be a hot take and I feel really bad. I'm saying okay. that song's nostalgic. And there's a re the reason why is because there are so many other better Sublime songs that like I feel like are still good. And I'm not that past the nostalgia test for me. Where like Santeria, I'm not going to listen to Santeria. When it comes on, I'm just like, yeah, I like the song. I'm not getting all the way through that song though. No. Not. I'm so, not. So I agree. Santeria. So it doesn't really, it's, it's like in the low end of the nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, it, there's so many other better Sublime songs. Last one, Dan. Ready? What do you think it's going to be? Dude, I, I don't, I don't Has, know. It doesn't fit in any of the genre. Any of them. Fit. It's such a random fucking song. There's not even mention of the word, the, the, the name of the song doesn't even come up in the lyrics anywhere in this song. Oh, dude, I don't know. We'll be singing when we're winning. We'll be singing. I'll get knocked out, but I get up again. And I'm never going to keep me down. I'll get knocked down, but I get up again. And you're never going to keep me down. I'll get knocked down. What is the name of that again. piece of shit song? Tub? Tub Thumping? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to say I... I By Chumba Wumba. Okay, I am... Both? Three, I'm three musketeers in that song. I, no, I hate that song. Damn. I hate that song. Did you get a drink? He drinks all the drink. He drinks all the drink. He sings songs that remind him of the good times. He sings songs that remind him of the better times. This song is about nostalgia test. Okay. Well, this it fails. Song, no, this whole song is about what we just did this whole episode on. Okay? Well, we're well. hanging out. We're drinking. Well, we're not drinking. But if we were hanging out at a bar listening to 90s stuff, we'd be pissing the night away listening to songs that reminded us of the good times, listening to songs that reminded us of the better times. Come on. Dude, I never knew what the lyrics were to this song. Um, I heard it and I immediately wanted to shut it off. There's I never like this There's song. only four lyrics. Okay. I didn't know there were he one says, lyric. He drinks a whiskey drinks. He drinks a lager drink. He drinks a cider drink. He drinks a lager drink. He sings the songs that remind him of the good times. He song, sings the songs that remind him of the better times. And, and then there's a girl singing, singing this. She's pissing the night away. I get knocked down. But I get up again. And you ever gonna keep me down. I get knocked down. But I get up again. And you ever gonna keep me down. Dude, I hate that Damn. song. I hate that song. <laughs> I hate that song. I hate that song. I hate that song. I hate that song, Manny. And the reason is because... Oh, man, we missed so many other ones. I know. Well, Dude. we're going to have to have a part two to this. So yes. wait, are you saying nostalgic for that? Yes. All right. Now, was there oh, one, one... Yeah, go ahead. Last one for me. Was, for real. Okay, a one, this, is a, this is the last one. This is the least one. for me. Go ahead. Getting jiggy with it. Oh my God, dude. I mean, uh, here's, here's the problem with, here's the thing about Will Smith. This is what I feel about Will Smith. He's a B to B plus entertainment, always. Just like constant, sometimes B minus. I'm gonna say really Get Jiggy With It is definitely a nostalgic song. It's not a bad song. It's a good song. It's not an annoying song, but it's also not a song I'm gonna listen to, I'm not gonna go to. But if it's on, I'm going to be like, I'm going to enjoy it. You know, I'm not going to not enjoy getting jiggy with it. I'm not going to enjoy uh, tub thumping, but I will enjoy getting jiggy with it. All right. And you, you agree in nostalgic? Yes, definitely. Holy Did you shit. getting jiggy with it? Yeah. Hells yeah. Yeah. 
Dude, all the, the the whole Will Smith list that's on here is great. Yeah, well, I don't know about Men. Is Men in Black on there? I forgot. Yes, it is, and that's a good song. Shut your mouth, because it, it reminds you of Men in Black, and Men in Black is a good movie. Yeah, and if you don't believe me, we could test the shit out of that. I would say Men in Black one definitely probably a lot better than any of the other Men in Black songs. No one should watch. The recent one wasn't that too bad. Yeah, I don't know. It was all right. Uh, Manny, this was this was uh, quite the journey. Uh, I don't know if we did it the right way. I don't care. We did it our way. That's our way. That's how we do it. We probably did it. We definitely covered way more songs that we than had. we thought we were going to do. <laughs> but everybody, we're going to put up the songs that we um, on the show notes with the scores that we gave them with links to them to YouTube. So you can also like listen to them. And, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. Put them in the comments to the episode. Put them in the comments, at, you know, on our Instagram um, at the Nostalgia Test and on Twitter at Nostalgia Test. And, you know, let us know what you think. We also released a Google form that we'd love to know what you'd like to, for us to uh, put to the test next. You can find that form on our website, thenostalgiatest.com, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go on, in, on the right and it says suggest a test. Click on that and suggest a test. And also sign up for our email, like join our email list so you know when new episodes are coming out. Also, you know, share with a friend. We are looking to uh, take over the world here. Manny being silly, getting jiggy with it over there. Getting jiggy with um, it, kid. But yeah, thank you all for listening. This was a great episode. And yeah, tell us what you think. Hey, Manny, any last words, Manny? Um, <laughs> download this uh, playlist. There's just so, so many songs. And, yeah. you know, I'll yeah, do we'll put a link. for love. I just won't do that. No, we'll put the link to this uh, playlist as well on the um, on the show notes and uh, Backstreet Boys. Still poison, 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 poison. Dude, you can go on and on with this. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, guys, for sticking through this whole thing. Yeah. I'm not really sure what the talking about. Yeah. I'm tired as fuck, but I'm gonna be listening to some '90s music this whole week. Ooh. And uh, have a great Labor Day. But uh, this will be released after Labor Day anyway. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.